The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency and Running Podcast. My name is Liz, and I will be your host. I think I say this in like every episode intro, but I'm so excited to have you here for this episode, especially today's because I will be sharing my experience and running an in-person race for the first time in like nearly a year. So I'm so excited. So I hope that you can just grab a cup of tea or coffee and just sit back and listen. Okay, so the first segment of this episode is all pre-recorded. It's just a few days before the race, and I kind of just wanted to kind of set the tone and kind of just pre-record some stuff because I know that it's going to be tough to try and record a whole episode the day before I upload. And if you're new to the podcast, I upload on Sundays, and this was... I think I changed my days that I upload pretty frequently and kind of just here and there and depending on what mood I'm in, but I am really excited for this race on Saturday. I'm running at the Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park and I'm running a half marathon and I haven't done a half marathon race since November of 2019 and if you've listened to my podcast before, you'll know that I've done an episode kind of around my training and kind of like beginner's training because when I was training for that half marathon, I I kid you not, and it's so weird to talk about now, but like prior to that race, I couldn't run more than a 10K and like I was so stagnant in my training and I was running like two to three miles a day during the week and it was just kind of la-di-da and then on weekends, the most I would run is a 10K and I never really thought to push myself further than that. And so this first half marathon race that I did in November of 2019 was actually at Victoria Park, which is like right next to Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park. So I think it's going to be a little bit nostalgic this weekend and I'm really, really excited. And I'm also just excited to see how much I've improved since then because obviously it's been some time, I think almost two years at this point. And then in terms of like the last time that I physically ran a race was August of 2020 when I did my trail marathon, also my first marathon that I've ever run. And it doesn't feel like it was that long ago, but then when you think about it, it's nearly June now and that'll be almost a whole year since the last time that I ran a race in person and I'm not really one to do like the virtual races and I think that works for some people but I think for me I just I'm so not addicted but just like I crave that racing environment and just being amongst other racers and runners and being able to be in that like competitive atmosphere I think really really pushes me and I remember my half marathon race in particular was like the first time that I really ran any sort of a race like that where it's around running and like long distance running and I remember comparing my times from like the weekend prior for like the last long run that I did prior to the race and then comparing that to the times that I got for the race day and it was just absolutely insane like it was nearly a minute if not like two minutes faster per mile and it had to just do with like the environment that I was in the headspace that I was in and I'm just really excited to kind of 
get back into that and I hope that there's like more races to come and knock on wood that we don't have to go back into lockdown this summer but I'm just really excited for this weekend. So before we jump into the part of this episode where I actually tell you how the race went, I'm just going to quickly add a snippet here about my training for the London Marathon because that will be commencing on the 31st of May, so coming up pretty fairly soon. And if you've been listening to my episodes, I've kind of been getting excited and talking about it quite a bit, and I'm doing a whole series on it for the podcast, and I'm just really excited to share and document this journey because for the marathon that I ran last year, I just didn't really document it because I think I was a little bit timid and I think I was just kind of worried that I wasn't actually going to be able to do it. But I really do wish that I could be able to go back and like listen to my thoughts and different perspectives that I had and, you know, talking through some of the injuries that I went through. And so I'm just really excited to kind of do that this year. And Again, if you've been following me for a while, you'll know that I've also been talking countless times about how I'm going to be TikToking and like sharing that on like Instagram reels on the Instagram podcast for every single run for the whole 18 week period. And I'm just really excited to kind of kind of create like a vlog type style of these runs. And I won't be like out in London, like, you know, holding a camera in front of me the entire run. But I I think it's going to be really cool to look back on some of these videos of kind of like how I'm preparing before each run, where my life is at, and how I'm like also fitting this into the schedule of like working a full-time job as well. And so if you're excited for that, I would love for you to subscribe to the podcast here as well as follow us on the podcast Instagram. It's just at Resiliency and Running and also on TikTok. It's the same name at Resiliency and Running. But yeah, I'm just really excited. And all of this is to fundraise for Boston Children's Hospital. And so I will leave a link link in the show notes, but if you would consider donating or just sharing that link, I would appreciate it so, so much. There is so many good things that the money goes towards for Boston Children's Hospital, and if you click on that link, I kind of go into detail about where that money goes to, so if you're interested in that, go and check out that link, but yeah. All right, everyone, it is officially Sunday, so the day after the race, and technically the day that I am supposed to upload, but I will either just upload this later today or on Monday, which is bank holiday anyways, but I had a great experience with the race. And I say that kind of lightly because I was kind of expecting it to be a lot more. And this was just totally like personally to me, I think the overall race environment was really incredible and it was a really great experience. But I think for me personally, I just really, I think I just wasn't in like the right mindset and the right mood. And I think I definitely have like off days when I'm running and some days where I just, I'm not feeling it. And if I'm just honest, this was just a day where I was just not feeling it. And I was also just not at all prepared for the fact that, well, I knew that this was going to be like a 13 lap course. And so each lap constituted to one mile, but I was not prepared for the fact that each lap had seven hills. And I am, as you know, from my past marathon episode, I am not good with hills. And I have been like so lucky to be running around central London for the past three or four months now super flat, super nice. And I've been feeling so on top of my running, but then come this race day, it was just like hill upon hill upon hill. And I'm still surprised with the time that I ended up with. It was two hours and 12 minutes. And 
obviously like I wasn't really, I like, I mean, I, I, I say obviously, but you don't know that, but I was actually aiming to get a sub two hour time. And so the last time that I ran a half marathon race in Victoria Park in November, 2019, I got two hours and like a minute on the dot. And I was really at least just wanting to get like under two hours. And that just was not the case. And I think with like, even that race at Victoria Park, I, it was completely flat. There were like nowhere near as many hills as there were with this one. And it was just really tough if I'm being really honest. Like I think one thing especially about my race at Victoria Park two years ago was that I really prided myself on the fact that I did not stop for 13 miles and I think if I'm in the right environment and it's like obviously also a flat course, I think that that's totally doable for me and I'm just being completely realistic here but I walked so much like just on the up these hills like I think I tried for the first two or three miles to run every single hill but it finally just got to a point where I had to be honest with myself and say like I cannot do this and like I didn't I mean I'm not trying to like talk myself down but I think that there's a fine line between like motivating yourself to like do better and like run faster but also like being honest and realistic when like you actually need to just like accept that like you did not train for a course with all these hills and like I just haven't been very like specific in my training, I guess. It's been very like here and there, like I do my runs during the week and I was just following a training plan that I found online on runnersworld.org very casually. And so I think I there were some workouts where you factored in hills, but I think that's something that I definitely now want to focus on for marathon training, even though I've heard that the London Marathon doesn't have as many hills because it's, you know, mostly ran around central London. But I just don't want to run into that again because it was such a crappy feeling to just feel like you couldn't like push yourself up these hills. I will say though, and I actually got like footage of this for my TikTok and like Instagram reels. I did like little get ready with me videos. And if you want to follow that, I'm going to be doing like little running vlogs for the next 18 weeks. It's just at Resiliency and Running. But there were two blind runners and one woman that was in a wheelchair and she was dressed up in a superwoman costume going up and down these hills and like blind runners essentially were like holding on to like a rope of like another runner and they would be running with them and I think just every single time that I saw them on the track I just immediately got so inspired and so motivated and I think that was like the one thing that really pushed me and I continue to be just so inspired by disabled runners and I'm so like proud of the episodes that I've done with Paralympic athletes and I think that there's just so much to be said about people that were born with a disability or were injured and came into a disability I think think are just so incredibly motivational and the fact that like they were out there doing the same race that I was on the same track that I was it was just like I just whenever I saw that I was just like you know what no like we can do one more hill we can do one more lap and like that's the thing when it comes to these longer races is that you really just have to take it like one at a time and that was also just not like the mindset that I was in and that's typically what helps me the most is like for example my marathon I literally was like counting down and I would be like I'd hit mile one and I'd be like okay 25 more miles and then 24 more miles and like I've heard of people who think of it in like increments of like 10 or like five and like stuff like that that kind of helps you break it down so it doesn't seem like as long of a distance but if I'm honest like 
I was really wanting to look for that right headspace where like you really dig deep into that dark place that you may find yourself in. I feel like most runners kind of have this like place they go to in some of these longer distance runs to like push yourself. And I just couldn't get myself there for some reason. And then I was just also really, I typically am really good about like hitting that runner's high, but I just could not hit it. And I, I just didn't get it. And it was like, it's weird. It's weird to like talk about because it's like, it feels like you're talking about a drug or something. But honestly, like I was waiting for that happy medium to hit where like, I was like, okay, I've hit it. And now I can, I'm just sailing and I'm cruising. And that's typically the case on my longer runs. But yesterday I was just not in the right headspace. I wasn't in the zone. It wasn't my day. And sometimes I just, you know, you need to be honest about that. And I think that that's so much of what I want my podcast and like these TikToks and Instagram reels to be about is like, whilst I'm like documenting myself, you know, training for the London Marathon and like doing these little running vlogs, I want to be super realistic about the fact that like I am by no means a professional runner and I do this completely recreationally and I do this because I, you know, want to fundraise for important causes like Boston Children's Hospital and I think that there's a lot more to running than like getting a specific time and I think that people who are like super fast are incredibly blessed and like that is something that I would, you know, I wish that I could be that fast but for me it's just like I kind of just have to listen to my body and some days I run faster than others and yesterday I just was you know I I felt that immediate letdown at the beginning or when I heard my time but I, you know, I kind of just looked at it and thought about it throughout the day. And I thought, you know what, like, I'm just proud of myself for finishing. And there were people, it was a great environment out there. And it was just incredibly motivational to be around like disabled runners. And I just think that there's so much more to running than just looking at your time. And I think it's really easy to get sucked up in like, how fast can I run? How much faster can I run? And like, while I'll be training for like, maybe a sub four hour time, if not like sub 430, for the London Marathon, I'm still just going to be when I I, I just want to go into that race day and just tell myself like you're about to run such a big city marathon and regardless of what time you get just like try and like live in the moment and like experience and like I don't know just be able to remember this and like actually have fun because I think that that's something also that people forget is like actually have fun during these races and I just again was not like in that mindset I think not until like the last two laps where I was just like finally happy that I was nearly done but I think yeah, I just, I want to be that person that can be a lot more relatable for people that may not be as fast and may struggle a little bit with running. And, you know, I've done episodes around talking about how I got into running and it was just like, I went from running such short distances and just, you know, kind of over time building up that mileage. And I think it's something that anyone can do if you put your mind to it. Like, I never thought that I'd be able to do such a thing. And so, but I also just want to be very realistic about like, I am not a fast runner. I am not professional. And I just am doing this just because I love it. And that's just it. And so I think this pretty much wraps up the episode. Overall, it was a good experience and, you know, we'll get them next time with my times, but I'm really excited to just start marathon training officially tomorrow. So if you have not subscribed to the podcast or if you're not following me on the podcast Instagram or TikTok, I will have those links below, but I'm going to be, as I've said a million times before, documenting every single run and doing little running vlogs as well as continuing the London 
and marathon training series that I started here on my podcast. So I would love if you would stick around. And if you are interested, I am running for Boston Children's Hospital. There is a link in the show notes if you would like to donate and I would so appreciate that. But yeah. All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. I really do hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, I would love if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts because it really does support the podcast. And again, if you would check out that link for fundraising around Boston Children's Hospital, I would greatly appreciate it. Even if it's just donating or sharing the link, anything helps. And if you would like to follow us, we're just at Resiliency and Running on TikTok and Instagram. But hope to see you in the next episode. Bye.